3: Hi everyone, welcome to another episode of Dr. Matt and Dr. Mike's A to Z of the Human Body. I'm your host, Dr. Mike Todorovich, joined by this uh, uh, turd out there, Dr. Matthew Barton. How are you, turd well, boy? Does
2: everyone know <laughs> the term turd? Is that an Australian
3: slang? No, no because okay. uh, Arrested Development. Oh, that's right. Remember when the dad said to Buster, "You're a, you're just a turd out there."
0: <laughs> God,
3: Have you ever watched Arrested Development, you said it to me too frequently. Yes, you are just a turd out there. Uh, Do we have to put an explicit warning on this episode because I called you a turd? No, I think that's...
0: That's okay. okay.
3: Yeah, good. This is Australia. We use these types of terms. It's a term of endearment. Uh, (laughs) A turd of endearment. So, uh, today's topic, what is it? Aviolo process, maybe sometimes known
2: as, or also can be called alveolo bone.
3: Right. So... What is it? Get into it?
2: Yeah, yeah. Okay. All so
3: right. it's not bone in the lungs. No.
2: All right. But similar etymology, I guess you'd say. Should well, we start there? Yeah, we can start there. So you've already covered alveolus. Yes. And that was pertaining to the lung. Yeah, the lung
3: structures for gas exchange.
2: So the that term etymologically basically means small, hollow or cavity. Mm-hmm. In this context- Is it Latin? It's Latin. In this context, it's more to do with socket rather than cavity. But it's still like a hollow cup-like structure, right? So this is referring to the hole or cup-like structures in the uh, bones of your, I guess, face. Jaw? be be more accurate, we'll say your mandible, jaw, and
3: maxilla. So So upper and lower and upper. That's right. Okay. So uh, I assume that teeth fill these holes. That's Right. Right. So, hey, so the, are the holes there before the teeth or are the teeth there before the holes? Oh, I think the, embryologically
2: they kind of just develop together.
3: Oh, okay. Yeah. So, All right. So, but, but it's so, important
2: to know it's a dynamic um, structure, so it's not like it's formed there and then the, the teeth are there for good. They, right. they move
3: within the bone. So the bone is malleable? Yes, very much so. I suppose so. all bone is, right, yeah, because yeah. the more you use bone – it's, it will, it changes use it or lose it phenomenon right very true all right so
2: let's, so, w- so with that said just since you brought that part up all right um this is the the concept of uh what is it o- orthodontist orthodontics orthodontics matt and i did a we we Oh, we didn't do orthodontics, no, did but we? we did
3: a couple of presentations. Endodontics, endodontics, which is tooth. Well, this is what I was going to say. We, we Matt and I were invited to present at the Australian Dental Association, uh, and we discovered while we were there uh, that there are many different types of "quote unquote" dentists: <laughs> endodontists, orthodontists, uh, odontologists, yeah. or is that something else? Uh, Periodontists. Periodontists. Health. Uh, no. Um, oral,
2: oral health, health specialists, specialists. Uh, and then uh, maxillofacial yeah. surgeons.
3: Still don't know the difference between any of them, but that's okay. <laughs> Especially between orthodontist, endodontist, periodontist. Peri means around, ortho means near to or next to, and anyway. Okay, so sorry, c- continue. What sorry was if we offended any uh Oral health specialists. Quote,
2: unquote, dentists. (laughs) Okay. Uh, So um, I think what I was saying is an orthodontist would, uh, I shouldn't say primarily, but they would use, um, say, braces as a technique of moving the teeth around in the sockets. Yeah.
3: Oh, true, true.
2: So I've had braces. And so I, I don't know. <laughs> Thank you. So I don't know how for how yeah, many. Wasn't,
3: wasn't a compliment.
2: <laughs> I don't know for how many years. Maybe a couple of years. Yeah. High and school. High school. And it because you're putting tension on the on the actual tooth, mm. it presumably is just um, remodelling the actual alveolar process or the sockets.
3: So it's interesting because you'd think that it's like oh we're we're remodelling the teeth, but you're actually yeah. remodelling the jaw. That's right. Yes, that's right. That's so interesting. That's right. So, you, And it's just, it, when you think about it, it's really quite a, uh, uh, what's the right term to use? It's medieval in the sense that I'm just going to put a bunch of metal on your mm. teeth and then change the, the, how tight I, yeah. you know, turn these little dials oh, oh. and that's just going to slowly move your teeth over time. Yeah, that's it's like, right. Well, it doesn't sound super scientific, but it works. Yeah. It works.
2: Yeah. But there's definitely an art to it, no doubt. Of course. So in terms of the socket, um, the bone itself in your maxilla or your mandible is uh, very similar to any other bone in your body. So it's got the compact outer region and then the spongy inner part of the bone. Oh, yeah. So where we've got the socket itself, the compact bone, then has this kind of continuation into the periodontal ligament, which is the ligament that anchors what would you call it? The, um, the feet of the teeth. <laughs> the, the roots of the teeth.
3: Yeah. Um, so, and it just, so just like any other ligament, so ligaments hold bone together, right? Yeah. So you've got tendons that hold a muscle to a bone, yeah. but ligaments hold bone to bone. Yeah. So in this case, the bone to bone is the tooth to the jaw. Yes. Even yes. though a tooth yeah. isn't really bone.
2: No, well, so the outer part that we see is generally so the the whiter area is the enamel, yeah, and the underneath, which is maybe more like the uh, the main structure of the tooth. I'm probably going to get all this wrong, yeah, and get, okay. we're going to get complaints. It's, yeah, uh, the dentin, and then the inner part, which is the neurovascular, mm. is the pulp. And I'm doing some research at the moment with a a dental student. Yes, looking yes. at the particular innovation of the pulp. Interesting. So, when the teeth Goes in like the sockets, not the sockets, but the, I'm trying to think the pegs. So the pegs. Is that the term? Probably not. Okay. But I'm going to use it. All right. The pegs of the teeth or the roots of the teeth, they go down into the actual uh, alveolar process. It's here where you have the connection with the, it's actually called the Sharpie fibers, which is the part of the, the ligament that connects from the, the bone, the connected, the, sorry, the compact bone to the root of the teeth. Right. And that's what's anchored in place.
3: plushcare.com slash weight loss. So when my daughter's tooth fell out yesterday, uh, there's like this little flappy thing that you sort of see hanging out of the socket. I assume that's the ligament. No, I don't think the ligament... Again, I'm just assuming here. Yeah. Did I you know what I'm referring yes, to? Yes, yes.
2: I must admit that when we've done anatomy, when yeah. I did anatomy this is one area, tooth, we never cover. We
3: never cover, We
2: cover facial bones and all that kind of stuff, but when it comes to tooth... No, don't touch it. Leave it it to the dentist. (laughs) That's right. So I'm assuming a lot here. Um, I would say that that would be something to do with um, the soft tissue... Okay. ...that has been left... I don't think it's the gingival or the gingiva. Yeah. But saying that, there is, when I was going to get to the clinical application of this particular topic, when the, a tooth is extracted, so a dental extraction, um, there is a condition called a dry socket. Oh, okay. yeah. And this is a, a consideration, I guess, in dentistry. Now, this is probably going to be a bit different to your daughter because she had her deciduous tooth lost, right? Yes. Yes. And so it's just a, a process that's expected or should happen. Yeah. Because the next one's coming through. That's right.
3: Now, And, if, but and, if, and if, it's very funny because she'll like tongue the, the gap. Yeah. And she'll tongue it and there's that little flappy thing that's there. And she'll tongue it and then she'll go, oh, it's disgusting. Oh, and like make herself feel sick. And then next minute I see her tonguing it again and then go, oh, yuck. And it's just so funny that she just continually makes herself sick but she can't help but yeah. put her tongue up and feel it. Anyway. So when
2: the tooth is extracted, yeah. um, say an adult tooth, mm-hmm. um, because you're removing it and you've got to break the ligaments and then pull the, the, the tooth out. Yes,
3: because effectively
2: it shouldn't be removed. It shouldn't be removed. Um, the, the socket itself is now hollow and empty. Mm. Now what we, we would hope... That would happen a bit like any other injury in the body. You would have bleeding, and you'd have a clot formation, and the clot itself that would start to form in that socket would be the precursors for regeneration. Mm. So, for all the tissue to close it up, obviously not a new, bu- not a new tooth to form, but it would, we're not sharks. That's right. But a, but a, it closes it up and it allows it to heal, and then I guess the rest of the gum would seal it seal it around it and so forth. Right. A dry socket, so this is the condition, is where that clot dislodges mm. and, it be, and the underlying structures become exposed. And, and dry out. And dry. And the problem there is because we've got blood vessels and nerves coming up that's presumably coming up to innervate the pulp, the mm. inner part of the tooth, that's then exposed, which then it becomes highly painful and... Open to infection. So, because food can get in there. Yes, of course. And all sorts of things. Now, I've had technically eight teeth removed. Really? Yeah. So I've had my four with some teeth. Yeah. Yeah. And four, the four back molars. Really? Yeah.
3: You just don't have enough room in I that jaw not.
2: for those monster that's teeth. That's right. Wow. So, as my mum's always said, I've got a very expensive mouth.
3: Yes. <laughs> well,
2: that's, I'm not going to, I won't touch that. Right. So, um, that would be a dry sock. But so I, I don't recall. I do remember, obviously, when the tooth gets pulled out, yeah. uh, it's a weird feeling because it's numb, but it's still very unpleasant. And yeah. they're kind of trying to hold your head down. Way. But wait, yeah. you
3: didn't go under to have your my wisdom teeth. I did, but yeah. not the back molars. Right. So back that, molars, top and bottom, top and bottom. Wow! So I need to look inside your mouth. I want to. I want to see what is there. Much of a gap between the back of your jaw? And, not really. Wow! Just because your teeth are so big. Huge. Huge teeth. Why are your teeth so big? don't know. And this isn't an insult, but you do have big teeth. Yeah. Big hands. Big hands. Big teeth. Big feet. Big teeth. Yeah. God, if only your brain followed suit.
2: <laughs> so um, I do recall, obviously, um, it's unpleasant. It wasn't like excruciating pain, but you just go, oh, this is not the greatest experience.
0: Yeah.
2: Bleeds a lot. But they, it has the heel. They, sho- they shove, if I recall correctly, they shove gauze in there. Oh. But then I don't think that stays for very long. No. and then yeah, I do recall like you would get like food stuck in there, but yeah. you kind of just like you said with your daughter, you kind of get your tongue and get
3: rid of it. Because you'd have would have to wait for it to heal over. Yeah, yeah. So now does it wear this because the term today is alveolus? Yeah. Uh, has that just has that cup-like structure now just healed over?
2: Yeah, de- at, definitely with yeah. soft tissue, and it just feels like yeah, I'm not sure. Part of the jaw. I'm not sure in terms of bone i
3: I guess it would right yeah. it would just
2: seal it over and calcify and then just become tenuous with the the maxilla or the mandible any other points you'd like to add? no the, but the dry socket just would require um, dental innova uh, not innovation dental intervention yeah which would probably need to flush out um, another dressing maybe they put paste or glue down there to seal it up and then maybe treat it with antibiotics because that could be a
3: Infection risk. Yes. Yes, indeed. And actually
2: when I spoke to um, our – well, you're not in, in our school anymore, are you? Oh, no. You've left. But uh, our infection prevention control expert, yes, uh, Dr Zimmerman, yes. she said um, the pulp does have a risk for prion disease. So what? when – Really? Yeah. So when dentists are drilling into it – so this could be like root, root canals mm. – the the pulp may have risk of having a prion. So this is just misfolded proteins. Yeah, that can be exposed and then lead into a prion-like condition. Well,
3: that is not something I wanted to hear, but it is <laughs> hence, a, a bombshell to leave this episode. Hence, on. she just said this is why they need to be definitely wearing
2: masks whilst doing
0: yeah.
3: know, all, all
2: procedures, but especially pulp.
3: Well, thank you, Matthew, for making me feel sick. And that is uh, alveolus process or alveolus bone. Alveola. Oh, whoops. Alveola process or alveola
0: bone.